0: It's time to peel back the false beliefs and live the life you dream about. For additional resources or to contact me directly, please visit my website, heatherhakes.com. Without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode number 468. In today's podcast, my guest is sharing with you how you can learn to trust and have faith in the universe that it always has your back. But what I really enjoyed that we talked about today is having courage and getting out of autopilot because there's, you don't have to live in mediocrity. Make sure you listen all the way to the end. Welcome to today's interview. I brought on Rachel Clissold. Rachel, welcome. Thank you. Um, Please give listeners a little background. Where do you live and what do you do?
1: Sure, I live in Sydney, Australia, and I help leaders create more impact by addressing um, the stuff that's holding their back, themselves back and regulate their nervous systems, kind of in a nutshell.
0: Yes, I love that, and we're definitely going to deep dive that today. But something we were talking about before we started recording, I would love to hear more from you, is the idea mm-hmm. of energy and vibration and you know, cause we connected on LinkedIn and it was kind of one of those instant, oh, I want to chat with you. I want to get to know you. Mm-hmm. And we live in an energetic universe, but I would love for you to share more about that. Oh,
1: you've uh, you got me right there. It's one of my favorite things. So um, it's funny, even my mobile number, I specifically created based on energy and frequency, like, you know, Nikola Tesla is like when you um try and under- when you want to understand the universe understand the power of 369 which i still don't quite i still haven't it hasn't quite landed yet but i literally created my mobile number with 369 and then 018 like infinity
0: and it's ah. just like
1: energy doesn't like we all vibrate at a different energy and frequency and um you know that's where i bring in like the regulation like the nervous system regulation because if we're If we're operating at a lower vibration, things are hard, things are heavy, you know, we're operating kind of, you know, people can't see me, but my hand's kind of like down lower. Um, You know, our frequency is like operating at a certain like lower density versus like up here, my hands up high and it's like, ah, (laughs) you know? So if we're operating in a high level of frequency, the lower vibes can't
0: get us. Pardon the interruption. If this content is resonating with you, please be sure to leave a five-star review. I want to offer you some additional resources. Visit my website, heatherhakes.com and sign up for my free video training on how to reprogram your subconscious mind. Again, visit my website, heatherhakes.com. I've also created a self-study course all about mindset and manifesting. You can find this on my website, heatherhakes.com forward slash course finally if you are ready to deep dive and really transform your life i offer one-on-one coaching i will help you create clarity and a roadmap so you can live the life you dream about best part everything i teach you can start implementing right now to learn more and schedule your free discovery call visit heatherhakes.com forward slash coaching now back to regular programming in the sense of like
1: we're, we're happy, we're walking around with, with a smile on our face um, and things just seem to flow right when we're in that state. We're magnetizing things to us, things just happen easily when versus when things are hard. It's like mm, heavy, you know, we get all the red lights and no opportunities really flow and it's just like a lot baser. Um, so I guess it's, yeah, it's like doing the work to release all the heaviness and work through the challenges that present themselves to like raise our vibrations through it, you know? So like if if an event happens instead of turning to the vices or turning to the, to the things that drag us down, you know, turning to the exercise eating, you know, light foods, things like that. Um, And um, yeah, it's just navigating, (laughs) life through the challenges, right? Um, I feel like I went off on a bit of a tangent there. Does that answer your question?
0: Oh, I always do. But the visual I got was, if we want to talk about vibes or even, um, Abraham Hicks talks about an emotional guidance skill, which is very connected to that. But the visual I got was a ladder. So think about Mm -hmm. the different rungs on a ladder. The higher Mm -hmm. you go, the more you can see, it's like free flowing and ease. And the lower, like you can just feel Let's take it tangible. Okay. So have you ever, we've all experienced this. You've ever walked into a room and it just feels eerie or tension. Mm -hmm. That's vibes. That's vibration. That was a very dark, maybe somebody just had a fight and there was a lot of anger and frustration, but you've Mm -hmm. also walked into a store where it just quote feels good. That's Mm -hmm. also a vibration and energy. And so from the Abraham Hicks ex- example, our emotions, uh, Abe teaches us that our emotions are an indicator of how we're thinking. Mm-hmm. So when you're feeling bad, doubt, fear, angry, depressed, anxious, all those quote low vibe emotions, mm-hmm. that's an indicator of where you're thinking, mm-hmm. the struggle, the efforting, I'm unworthy. I got to make it happen. I, I, you know, the hustle and grind cultural mentality. We believe we have to suffer to get ahead.
1: Mm, hell no.
0: Right? And I, I want to offer like, okay, that's sure. That is one way to do it. However, I love more of the quantum physics aspect, and but I want to hear more from you. So quantum physics, my perspective, my understanding at a very high level is everything is energy. Our thoughts are energy. Our emotions are energy and the quote law of attraction, like attracts, like whatever we are emitting through mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings, we draw back to us the same level experiences, right?
1: Totally. And like that as well, it doesn't have to be, oh, you know, I'm going to work on my energy and then a year later, the things going to happen. It's just like, no, yeah. it like it instantly happens.
0: Right. And we've all had those experiences where maybe you think of something, this literally happened to me. And this is a reminder of how powerful we are. Literally somebody mm-hmm. popped into my mind and then I got a text from them and I haven't heard from this person in it was like a, at least a month. And I was like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. That was fast. But that's mm-hmm. how quickly things can happen. So even, mm-hmm. you know, time is an illusion it's a mm-hmm. contract we all agree to. So we think it's going to take six months, a year, my, a five-year plan to, I, I, I hear that a lot, right? With people in real estate. In the next five years, I want to own 10 properties why do you think it's going to take you five years? Who told you that? Mm. Now I'm going off on my own tangent. So anyway, let's get back to to energy and the power of that. And even if you want to share a backstory on kind of where you used to be or people you've worked with in that funk, let's talk about that because that's what I deal with a lot with people in this funk, in a rut, going through life's motions, autopilot.
1: Yeah. Um, Well, a story popped to mind that, kind of doesn't answer a question it kind of answers like the higher vibe question um, which I'd love to share if that's all right yes um so I was in Bali four years ago however long ago it was and um, it was my last uh last night so I had one more day to kind of play with the next day and um my intuition was saying to go to this place called the hidden canyon and I looked it up and on google it said if it rains heavily the night before you can't go they close it down And what does it do? It rains heavily. (laughs) And um, I wake up in the the morning, I'm getting goosebumps. And my intuition is like, go to the Hidden Canyon. I'm like, but it rained the night before. My intuition is like, just go. I'm like, (laughs) all right. So I jump on the scooter. It's like an hour and a half ride away, however long away. And um, I get to the end of the road and this tour guide stops me. And um, we ended up talking and he's like, oh, it's closed. I'm like, He's like, I suggest to go this and this and this. And I kind of stuck for a moment. I'm like, oh, maybe I should just go to the thing, like go to somewhere else and, you know, enjoy my day somewhere else. And I was like, literally just down the road. And my interest is like, no, go. And I get there and <clears throat> there's like a handful of tour guides. They're like, it's closed. I'm like, I don't care. I just want to go down and just sit and be because you need to be taken through. So basically the hidden canyons is like you're you're immersed in water from like your... um you know, waste waste depth. So, and, you know, from the water, it drops down. So the tall guys literally are directing you to put your foot here, like lean on here. So you need them to to know what to do. And because of, because um, of the rain, it brings all the trash and what have you. So it's, it's just dangerous. Um, so all the signs are telling me, no, don't go But My inner feeling, my gut is like, go. And I'm like, all right, here we go. So I go down there and I'm just sitting there and it was just peaceful. There's no one there. Normally it's full of tourists because it's a tourist attraction. And I'm sitting there and I'm journaling, just being with this peaceful energy. And I'm just sitting there observing this snail climb between all the rocks. And then uh, like an hour and a half later, like four tour guides come down and um, they're like, you want to go through through the canyon (laughs) and uh, it was like four men and i'm there alone as a woman i I stopped and i turned in i'm like i'm fine i'm safe um because i I traveled the world for 10 years alone so i I trust my gut to keep me safe and it told me they're fine so i trusted that (laughs) I'm in the middle of this tourist destination no tourists around with four tour guides taking me through this beautiful location and that wouldn't have happened if I didn't trust myself if I didn't trust my gut against all the odds against everything telling me no the internet telling me no all of these tour guides telling me no but I like I trusted that feeling And it led me to this experience that like would probably never happen again, you know?
0: I love that. And I want to emphasize that more trusting your gut because as an example, this took me back to, I remember the spring of 2017 when I was starting that urge, that that nudge, I needed to follow, I needed to quit corporate, that wasn't my path, that wasn't where I was supposed to be, but a lot of fear held me back, including other people's. Right. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people, their mm-hmm. perception and their fear, they're, they're trying to help you, but it'll actually, you know, cause the thing was, why would you leave a nine to five? Why would you leave a paycheck? Why would you leave? So again, conditioning and programming has kept us playing very small and a limited perspective, but mm-hmm. I trusted and I followed the nudge. I followed my gut, that feeling, which we all have access to. And guess what? The day after I quit. So not until I took the inspired action and I followed the nudge. I write about this in my book. That's why I don't care sharing. So in my book, Take the Leap, I share. The day after I gave notice, so I've already quit, I was awarded $175,000. So a six-figure payout from my company's IPO, I didn't know I was getting. (laughs) So again, that was like, if you jump, let the net appear, the universe always has your back. And in this instance for you, you followed the nudge, no matter what obstacles looked like. And then you got to go on this amazing journey with four tour guides. Very, I mean, how cool is that? So can we talk about and touch on maybe how, if this is new to someone, how they can tune into their own intuition to listen to that. I call them whispers, right? They're whispers or they're feelings.
1: Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you don't
0: know why, but you just trust you need to turn left.
1: Mm-hmm. When your normal route needs to go straight. It's just like, well, that's not, that's where like the routine is. That's where, you know, you know, you're to do the thing and the thing. There's like turning left. That's where the magic is, you know, that's where it all unfolds, that unknown. So um, it's like that gut instinct. You, you don't know why, but you just gotta do, you just need to turn left. And I guess it's like, we're a lot, oh, hang on, I'm gonna speak about myself. I used to be an autopilot, you know? You get stuck in that routine, you get stuck in that nine to five, you get stuck in going the same way every day, you get stuck going to the gym at the same time, doing the same thing. And like, there's no, you're just like on that hamster wheel, you know? Yeah. And um, I guess like the first thing is to regulate the nervous system and like do things that you wouldn't normally do. And just like, it it takes a lot of courage to go against the no, you know? And it's like, I I traveled the world for 10 years and I really use that as uh, alone. And I use that as my training ground to trust my gut to listen like you don't need to travel the world to do that that's just what worked for me and it's just like what what is it for you specifically that um is calling you you know for me it was to go travel the world alone and for Jane down the road it could be to open up a bakery it's just like it's it's in the little things like when we follow that little thread of like I don't feel to go and meet my friend for dinner tonight and having the courage to cancel and potentially disappoint your friend. But your true friend would be like, oh, don't worry. Like I, I understand, like rest, yes. do what you need. And it's just like, instead of pushing through and hustling, it's like listening to your body. What does your body need? Maybe even asking something as simple as like, what do I need in this moment? What are three things that I need? You know, it could be something as simple as having a glass of water, waking up at sunrise, going to bed early. It's in the little things that we learn how to do the bigger things.
0: But something that we're talking about, so a lot of people, and trust me, been there, done that, are stuck in autopilot. And a term Dr. Joe Dispenza uses is going unconscious. Mm -hmm. So you are just going through life's motions day in and day out, and nothing changes, and we're living in this very chaotic, stressed out state, which is creating the dis-ease in the body, Mm -hmm. trouble in relationships, that internal tug of war. And so Mm -hmm. you're talking about regulating the nervous system. Can you share some ways to do that? Sure.
1: Um, Switch your phone off, put it in the cupboard. And like have some time off technology because it's mm. just like, I don't know about you, but the last couple of years for me too, way too much time on technology. So it's almost like we're in this overload of, of screens and stuff and just so, being out. And, you know?
0: I was just going to say, even on that note, I love this new function on my phone. I found a few months ago, focus, do not disturb. Oh, And I, mm-hmm. Um, There are times throughout the year, I'll put myself on like a seven day, or especially when I go on vacation, literally a a phone detox, Mm -hmm. but I've caught myself. We're so addicted to getting that hit, getting the high. Mm -hmm. It's literally an addiction, but look, we're not only addicted to technology and our phones and scrolling. We all have many addictions. Mm So how, sorry, I interrupted you. If you could go back to, maybe do we become aware of our vices and then how do we let them go?
1: I guess it's like to become aware of the vices. It's like anything that you do that makes you feel heavy. Like for example, having alcohol, you could drink alcohol, but feel amazing. Or you could drink alcohol to like numb yourself off and like detract yourself from what's actually happening in your life rather than like addressing it. So it's like anything that you do that's um, distracting you from the present moment, you could be doing the exact same thing. But the space that you're doing it from is different. So it changes the outcome of it. It changes the energy of it. It changes the frequency of it based upon how you're showing up. So if you're feeling heavy, it's like instead of turning to the vice, turn to something that's going to make you feel good. You know, instead of turning to the burger, turn to the salad, you know. So it's just like maybe even like getting out a list. I do this thing with my clients. It's called the trigger triangle. So we have uh, two triangles. One triangle. I actually do it for myself because we change as we change and evolve. Our triggers change, so it's like one trigger could be too much time in isolation, um, not enough water, um, you know, not meditating, um, or um, you know, too much time in technology. I think I said that. And then, like on the other triangle, you put like yoga, dancing, adventure like things that lift you up so that when you're in like that state of feeling overwhelmed or the challenges are a bit too much or or even if you're feeling good like you've got that in front of you so then you're aware of like okay I'm feeling a bit triggered what should I do because I know for me personally when I'm in that state you can't see clearly you know so you make poor like you kind of I find myself going going for the vice <laughs> at times rather than the thing that kind of makes me feel better. So it kind of it helps you to stop and go, okay, what am I going to do here? Am I going to choose to lift
0: myself up or
1: drag myself down through it? Yeah,
0: And even that, I feel like that takes a lot of awareness and something I found myself, this was several years ago, cause I'm really not much of a drinker, but I attached celebrating to alcohol. So anything, Mm -hmm. anytime there was something good, I wanted to go drink. And I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that's bad, you know, like have a glass of bubbly if you want, but for most people that leads to a drunken shenanigans and feeling like shit the next day, Mm -hmm. saying they'll never drink and then they get triggered and they do it all again, but we all have these triggers. And so I think it is, you're right, finding those healthy outlets, Spending more time Mm. in nature, spending more time in stillness, Mm. not numbing out, avoiding. I love the Mm. idea that you have to feel it to heal it.
1: Oh, yeah. And I guess, like touching on the alcohol thing, I haven't had a drink in eight and a half months. So it's like all of my sensitivities are amplified and heightened. And, you know, that's what I share with people as well. You got to feel it to heal it. And it's painful at times it's so painful but that pain lasts a moment versus when you're numbing it it can last years or a lifetime right versus like feeling it for you know an hour a day a week a month however long it takes for your body to process and digest it but the more we avoid it the more we're creating pain and suffering you know
0: by trying to avoid the pain. Right. But well, we are creatures of habit and we seek pleasure and we want to avoid pain. So now mm-hmm. we're telling people, no, no, no. If you just, if you just become aware of that trigger and feel the anger, the frustration, the guilt, mm-hmm. shame, unworthiness, if you just feel them, then you like expand and grow. Mm-hmm. Who, who is gonna be like, sign me up?
1: <laughs> oh, it is painful. <laughs> yeah, It's not easy, but like you gotta go through it, you know? And if we don't yeah. go through it, it just sits there heavy operating in the background and it influences our world. It changes our world. And we don't attract, because we're operating from that heavy density. Yeah.
0: Have you heard the term or the idea that we'll all have kind of that wake up call and like why wait until your rock bottom moment, bankruptcy, divorce, um, Mm -hmm. a health issue that when we Mm -hmm. have when you need the universe gives us those nudges, you know, I've heard it explained like this, that universe will kind of tap us with a feather. Mm -hmm. And if we're not paying attention, then we might get hit by a brick. And if you're still not paying attention, you're going to get hit by a Mack truck. Right. Mm -hmm. So how, how can we help people to tune into, I believe the universe has our back, that we are always being guided, that our intuition is giving us those subtle nudges to get us back on course. But if we're not listening, that's where the struggle, the pain, the suffering come into play. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess it, it's by um, really listening and having the courage to take action, even when it goes against everything that kind of in your experience is saying otherwise. Like, for example, I went on a date with this dude, how like a year and a half ago, how long ago it was. And he was really lovely, really sweet. But I felt like, just like in the middle of my chest, I felt like this little tiny pebble just going, mm. Right, and old me would have just been like, "Oh, don't worry, give him another chance. He seems really lovely." But I was just like, "Listen, like really listen to that little thing." And I kind of had this inner battle with myself. I was like, "Oh, give him a go." No, listen. And it was just like, in the end, I listened. I was just like, you know, "Nice to meet you." Da, 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 da. Like, thanks, but no thanks. Um, and you um, know, a lot more <laughs> eloquent words than I just shared with you then. But. Um, because I know personally, when we don't listen, like you say, we get hit by a mat track and it hurts a lot more. So it's just like being really attuned with your body. And, you know, as you're learning, you know, we're going to make choices that aren't actually in alignment, but that's how you learn, right? You're like, oops, mucked up there. I'm going to do better next time, you know? So it's just paying attention to your body because everybody's Body operates differently. The way you see and perceive and receive things is different to the way I see and perceive and receive things. Your truth is different to my truth. And it's just like paying attention to how you feel. You know, like after you have, like, you know, the burger versus the salad, how do you feel? The burger might sustain you. You know, so it's just like really paying attention in each moment to how you're feeling. Does it uplift you or does it drag you down? And And that's your goal.
0: What took you on this path and journey? Because as an example, you said you traveled for 10 years solo. I've done a lot of solo travel, not 10 years straight. But for me, um, seeing new cultures and environments and meeting new people and opening, you know, many Americans, number one, never leave America. And I'm like, really? Not even Canada or Mexico? And I've literally traveled the world. But again, I've been able to open my perspective and way of thinking because I've seen so much more and experienced more. So I'm just curious for you over those 10 years, what did you experience?
1: That is a loaded question right there. (laughs) Um, So pre-travel, I knew I didn't know and I wanted to know. I was stuck in this little box that you know, ever since I was a little kid, I wanted to travel the world. I wanted to go to Disneyland. I wanted to like see and soak up life. There's, you know, my family was just so narrow-minded and they're like, why pick a fence? Go get a job, do the thing. It was just like, my spirit knew it wanted more. And um, <clears throat> yeah, just, and I was painfully shy, like so shy. And that's why I used to drink to open up and be able to talk to people because I just didn't know how to communicate. So I went from this painfully shy woman to traveling the world alone, to learning to trust my gut to, you know, because obviously, you know, I'm a pretty woman. (laughs) I'm a good looking woman and like traveling the world alone as as, um, looking like I do, I attract attention, you know? So it taught me... To listen, it taught me if something felt off, don't go there, you know. And that was um, that was the thing that kept me safe whilst I travelled, you know. When um, just trusting that, because if I didn't, Lord knows what would have happened to me, you know. And um, yeah, it's like I just I allowed the flow, I allowed the um, the feeling to move me, you know um to now when i travel i just take like a little carry on and um you know just let the let the um experience guide me i don't book accommodation i just rock up and see what happens
0: you know i love that tell me
1: that 12 years ago i would have freaked out man
0: (laughs) right and i feel you on that because i i call myself like a recovering type a i used to be very structured. I needed a plan, follow through. My social calendar was booked weeks, if not months in advance. Like I I knew where I was going. And right mm-hmm. now I've had a pull to go back to Europe. I just, I'm having this pull, this urge, this desire. And guess what? The only, and I've, I've felt this very much to only book my flight. That's it. My round trip, you know, coming and going, that's it. Mm -hmm. And I have an idea of the countries I want to visit, but I am not booking in advance any hotel, nothing, because Mm -hmm. I trust I might meet new people along the way. I might want to stay longer. I might be told to go here instead. And so look at, I mean, but that's through life experience and trusting. And can we talk actually, can we touch on self-trust? Because I have experienced that a lot of people actually don't have that.
1: Sure, um, one key thing you know, I want to share is like discernment, you know, like I discerned in every situation to keep myself myself safe. It's like people from the outside might look at my experience go, that's reckless. You should, you know, I hitchhiked around Ibiza and Hawaii and people would look at that and go, you're stupid, you're crazy. But before each scenario unfolded, I tuned in and I was like, and that's where the inner trust comes in. I was like, is this safe for me to do? And sometimes I didn't need to do it because it just felt right, you know? So it's just like, and that's where that trust comes in. It's just like, okay, sometimes like whilst you're learning this, you need to take a moment, sit back and go, does this feel safe? And if you're unsure, don't do it. Only when it's like that, yes, it's like, yeah, let's go do this. Not like, oh, I'm a little bit unsure. Like, don't do it because like, who knows, like your body knows, your soul knows, your intuition knows so much more than us. Cause it's like a pie. It knows what's going on, like 10,000 steps in front of you. Whereas we can only see, you know, as far as we can see. Right. Um, so that's where like the trust comes in. Cause sometimes it's like, it doesn't make any sense why I'm doing this. And it's just like, sometimes it doesn't need to make sense. It, you you find out why later, you know, mm-hmm. a day, a week, a year later, why? And it's just like releasing any attachment or agenda um, to anything that you do and just do it because you're feeling moved to do it.
0: Yes. Follow the feeling. I like that. And I, I agree on that note. It's something I share often I don't know who I originally heard this from, but if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Exactly. When in doubt, get out. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it.
1: Dad says, if in doubt, hang about. <laughs> you know, like when, when he was teaching me to drive, if in doubt, hang about. Because that doubt oh. creates accidents. Mm. Yeah. That doubt creates like... Wobbling. Roadkill.
0: That's what road, <laughs> roadkill couldn't decide wasn't and boom yeah sure <laughs> and
1: again in bali and like i haven't been to thailand but let's use bali like in bali that that's how they they drive they ride and the bully the the foreigners we cause well hang on, not me <laughs> the foreigners cause the accidents because they they're like oh i don't know if i should go because they're traffic they just trust and it just it's really cool it to to in that flow and witness it and be part of it and you're like oh it's time for me to stop now and you just stop and then they go
0: <clears throat> love that it, it i saw a visual of like school of fish they just it just is going yeah
1: it just, and then all of a sudden they change direction you're like who changed who changed the direction <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: something I asked you earlier, I would love for you to share. Um, I, I do like asking guests. This is if you could give humanity one message, your billboard message, what would you share?
1: Am I allowed to use the word that oh, I yeah. use? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> but not in the sense of, like I said earlier, like being reckless, like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to go to thing. It. It's just like, fuck it in the sense of like trusting your instincts, trusting your gut. And like, Allowing that to be your guide, no matter what the experience, no matter how many no's you get. If your feeling is saying, this is what I'm meant to be doing, like Mm -hmm. trust it and just keep following the thread of what feels good and keep letting go of the things that aren't resonating with you. And just allow your heart, allow your gut, allow joy to move you, not the hustle, not, oh, I have to do this thing. It's just like, just full surrender and full trust in that feeling. And it takes a lot of courage. Like I still have my moments where I need to lean into courage and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, fuck it, just do it. Got Again, I sound like Nike and just go That's for the- it.
0: Yeah. But on that note, and I couldn't agree more to trust that intuitive nudge that, you don't need permission or approval from anyone. And, and I, I've i experienced that. It took some learning. And then I, I step back and I go, oh, why do I, again, feelings are the indicators. like, why do I feel bad about this? Mm-hmm. You know, somebody else might think it's selfish to want to start a business and because you have a family. Well, what if that business ends up making you way more money than your paycheck? Or, you know, ultimately it's don't, be programmed and limited to other people's perceptions Mm -hmm. and And what
1: if that business brings you
0: great joy and happiness and you wake up and you're excited about life
1: and you jump out of bed and like you know you're like a kid at Christmas and you can't go to sleep because you're so excited about like the days ahead rather than like I'm going to my two million dollar job and I hate my life and uh, Right. but I have the car and I have the house and it's just like well empty yeah. that's empty empty yes yeah
0: well I have a question what is something that you're working on now or excited about what what are you moving towards
1: mm-hmm. I'm moving towards helping leaders so I mean working with quote unquote the mere Models, and which I've loved it's been amazing and just witnessing the the transformation that happens in my clients lives it's just just blows my mind and uh, recently I've been supporting leaders um which is interesting because I was supporting women now with the leaders and more um attracting men and just watching them unravel watching the impact it instantly creates in their audience I'm just like this is what I'm here to do like it just uh. oh because I feel things at such a a cellular level, you know, um, I'm super sensitive to everything and um, just feeling the impact that rolls out from supporting one person, like that's, that's what I'm here to do. So that's what I'm working on attracting leaders to support and uh, change the world.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's more impact and that trickle down. But you know what? The image I just got, have you ever seen this picture? It's a picture of a bunch of matches standing up next to each other. And when one is lit, then we know that. Do you know what a match is?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay. I didn't know if maybe you guys have a different term, but yeah, I love the visual that, like, more or less it's showing when I am in when you embody that intuition and that feeling, that nudge, and you are following your joy, when you follow that, it's like you are lit up and glowing in this high vibe, right? Bring it full circle. You now give other people permission and living by example to do the same.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah. I love that.
1: I love that. It's like we, we grant others permission by leading the way and by like not just talking, but by showing the way.
0: Yeah. yeah. My word for this year has been to demonstrate. That came to me early on. I was like, okay, that is, I need to demonstrate.
1: Yeah. Mine's fierce. What? Mine's fierce.
0: Okay. What does that mean for you?
1: Just, not just being in my full power and not holding back and not, um, playing it small yes and be fierce show up, like that lioness energy she just she doesn't tolerate like if someone tries in to come in and steal her cubs what do you think she's gonna do She's gonna be like oh what are you doing please don't like no get away from my cubs yeah.
0: <laughs> i love that be fierce all right mm-hmm. question for you to wrap up the interview what do you believe is one key takeaway you want listeners to get <sighs>
1: bringing up some emotion just trust yourself and take action and like you are worthy of living the life that you're here to live like it's just there's so much more than settling for a mediocre out there but it takes a lot of courage and it takes um the will to stand up and say yes yeah. to yeah. what you feel is true for you, you know? Um, yeah. Whew. Just, um, yeah. Let yourself be moved by, by you and stop holding yourself back.
0: Preach. I'm like, I want to give you a megaphone. Shout it from the rooftops, you know? Yeah. I love that. I have a re- couple of rapid fire questions for you. So the first one being, what is a quote or motto that you live by?
1: Um, I've just heard the words, fuck it again.
0: <laughs> okay. What is a book you're currently reading or highly recommend? Ooh, Dear Lover by David Dider.
1: It's a very beautiful book.
0: What is that? I feel like I've heard that author's name. So
1: it's, uh, he writes for the feminine and the masculine. This yeah. one's for the feminine. So it just, it teaches the feminine to be in your softness, to open your heart and be connected and be in that feminine flow. Um, yeah, it's a really beautiful book.
0: Final question. What advice would you give your younger self?
1: Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> oh. I got you, boo. You're, um, wow. I'm not, I it's just, it's a feeling, um, buckle up. There's, um, everything you're about to go through is your training grounds to be a better leader, to be a better woman. And, um, you know, you're worthy of so much more than you allowed, you know?
0: I love that. Such a great note to end on Rachel. Thank you so much for joining me today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. I'd love it if you could leave a review and remember to subscribe and share this episode with your friends. If you haven't yet, connect with me on the social platforms. You can add me on Instagram at heather.hakes and subscribe to my YouTube channel. I'll catch you on the next episode.